The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful you're joining me today. I want to begin by celebrating with you that my show has been so successful that Voice America World Talk Radio has asked me to continue my program for a second year. I'm very grateful to them for their amazing professionalism and kindness to me. I can't imagine being with a more supportive, positive, and competent team. Thank you, Voice America, and thank you, my listeners. It's because of you that the show will continue. I love that we are all part of a global community with listeners in literally every corner of the world. You're listening from 101 regions around the world. Thank you for listening and for continuing to tell your friends, relatives, and colleagues. And a special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners around the world in Russia, Japan, and Canada, and in the states of New Jersey, Massachusetts, and New York. Welcome and thank you for your continuing support. Last week, we had an enlightening conversation with James Caldwell on bullying, the old ideas of ignoring the bully or fighting force with force are wrong. They simply don't work. Moreover, it's really a school problem or a community problem. The solution is to develop a culture of respect and support. We need to stop looking away and allowing abusive behavior to continue as if it were normal and even expected. Bystanders must become upstanders. In other words, they must be part of the solution by standing up for the individuals who are being bullied. When we stand together, we can create the world that we want for ourselves and our children. If you miss the show or any of our previous ones, go to my website, paulajoyce.com and listen on demand. Bullying causes stress which affects our brains and the choices we make about how much we exercise and what foods we eat. Nisha Buis, 
will join us later to talk more about what influences our weight and how we can make healthier choices for ourselves. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives and techniques, inspirational stories and guests who are thought leaders in their field like Nisha Buis. If you have a question for Nisha or are trying to figure out how to find the silver lining in a difficult situation or how to rid yourself of persistent negative thoughts or have a personal story to share, please call during the show to 1-866-472-5795 or email now or between shows to Dr. Paula Joyce at gmail.com. And the phone number to call between shows is 1-214-736-4460. And be sure to get a pencil and paper now because you're going to need it later in the show for our question of the day. If you want extra help in learning how to find the silver lining, you can call me for a private session or attend my new workshop entitled Finding the Silver Lining. I spend a lot of time on this show talking about how I find the blessings in my own challenging life experiences. It has taken me years to learn how to do this and to do it consistently. I'll be sharing techniques with you that will help you see your life from a positive perspective. As we say at the beginning of every show, the best or worst place to live is is in your own life own mind. In this workshop, you will learn how to weed out the negativity and to be grateful and positive in the way you speak, think, and feel, resulting in your ever-increasing happiness and peace of mind. I will give you tools to align and integrate the information in the right and left sides of your brain. You will release the limiting patterns and hidden barriers that prevent you from seeing the positive in your life and being grateful for it. We'll meet May 30th at the Dallas Yoga Center from 2 to 4 p.m. The cost is $25 if you register before May 20 or just $35 afterwards. I received the following email after last week's show. I passed your notice along to all my kids and now I'll pass on the recording. 
I hear them talk about bullies in school all the time. I'm glad you covered this topic. And now when I hear stories about children who are being bullied, I'll forward this on-demand show to the parents. I'm glad to hear that my listeners are being part of the solution. Last week, I spoke about my own traumatic experience with childhood peer abuse. I got varying responses from, you inspire me to, I felt better about my own childhood. It wasn't nearly as bad as what happened to you. I'm always glad to hear that I make a difference. I share my experience for just these reasons. I want everyone to know that no matter what trauma you have experienced, you have the strength to overcome it, to find the blessings, to discover the beauty within yourself, to grow and to create a life of peace and happiness. We all deserve this and we can all do it. It was Mother's Day last Sunday, and I got some other very nice wishes that showed me just how different I am from that hurt little girl I described last week. Some clients who also listen to the show wish me a happy Mother's Day as their CM or chosen mom. And I received two other beautiful emails also from clients. One read, Thank you, Dr. Paula, for your amazing spiritual counseling that reveals to me decades of insights in just one hour. And the other one said, you've done an amazing job of becoming a spiritual voice of love and joy. I'm always grateful for such genuine gratitude and support. This week, I saw a special showing of a wonderful documentary called The Connection. It documents the kinds of things that we've been talking about on this show for the last year. According to their research, one in two people are diagnosed with a chronic illness. That's huge. Much of this is due to stress and our negative thought processes, even the negative messages that our doctors give us regarding a terminal diagnosis. What we believe about illness is all changing. Our mind can actually make us sick and it can also heal our body. Releasing stress and believing that we can heal are essential components of the healing process. Please go back and listen to some of my on-demand shows for more information and continue to listen, listen to new shows. Every show deals with the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health, often providing tips and insights on how to help yourself heal. Today, for example, our topic is weight. And our weight is influenced by our mind and our levels of stress. There's even an expression, we eat our feelings. In other words, we eat unhealthy foods when we're sad or stressed. If we haven't received nurturing love from our parents, we usually don't know how to have a healthy relationship with food. We may use food as a substitute for love, eating too much because we're trying to feed ourselves the nurturing we never got, or we overindulge in sweets in an attempt to receive the sweetness that's missing in our lives. If people have controlled us, food might be the only thing that we feel we have control over. 
people who grow up with abuse often develop eating disorders and you can't always tell by how much they weigh. Often people are able to hide their unhealthy relationship with food. They eat normally when in public, but then starve, purge, overeat, or eat the wrong things when no one is looking. When I was growing up, no one was talking about eating disorders. They did, however, talk about weight. As a young child, one of the neighborhood girls nicknamed me Butterball which created a love-hate relationship with food that became a constant in my life until just a few years ago. From diet pills in my teens to crash diets in college to overeating, alternating with avoiding food to restrictive diets like raw vegan, I tried everything to stabilize my weight and to eat in a healthy fashion. In the end, what finally worked was removing the stressors in my life. I healed my relationship with myself. I learned to pay attention to how I felt. Was I happy or sad? Did did I want to clean my plate or was I full? What did I feel like eating? What did I feel like doing? I substituted wants for shoulds. I slowly removed the abusive relationships in all areas of my life, personal, business, and volunteer. If it didn't feel good, I stopped doing it, unless it truly wasn't essential. For instance, I still don't like paying bills, but it is a necessary part of life. Most of what I thought was necessary, however, really wasn't. I learned to make those distinctions and to take better care of myself in every way. I gave up perfectionism, overworking, and feeling guilty if I didn't finish my to-do list. I learned to stop when I'm tired, to rest and sleep more and meditate daily. I have learned how to enjoy life and how to enjoy food. From weighing myself twice a day, I now only weigh myself when I go to the doctor. I've noticed that I tend to weigh a couple more pounds in summer than winter, and I don't get scared that it's a problem. I recognize what my body does, and I accept it. I no longer worry that my eating or my weight will get out of control. I trust myself and that my body will tell me what it needs. Even my exercise patterns are more relaxed. If I don't get to yoga or tango, I'll walk up and down my stairs a few times or take a long walk in the arboretum or do some yoga poses at home or just relax. At this point in my life, the flexibility is important to me. That could change next week or next year. I've learned to trust these changes because I know that in every way possible, my life keeps getting better. And that includes my health, happiness, peace of mind, and life balance. My healing path has helped me change my life, and my own awakening workshop will help you change your life. I'm the first teacher initiate and am grateful to be chosen to offer this workshop to you. Om is the sound of creation. It vibrates at the highest levels. This process will bring you into alignment with the positive, loving, and enlightening vibration of the universe. 
This experience opens new channels within your body, connects you with the divine energy, raises your vibration, increases your awareness of the divine, heals your body, helps you see through the eyes of your limitless higher self, releases fears, brings more light, love, health, and youthfulness into your body. We'll be at the Dallas Meditation Center in Richardson, Texas on January 6th from 2 to 3.30 at the low cost of $35. And now I'd like to introduce you to Nietzsche Buis, who has been a registered dietitian for 22 years. She received her Bachelor of Science degree in nutrition from the University of Texas and is a certified diabetes educator and member of the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. Nisha currently works for United Healthcare and is a partner in iBalance Wellness LLC. She has helped many individuals achieve their health and wellness goals to live happier lives through balancing stress, exercise, and nutrition. She empowers others to discover their potential and overcome obstacles in order to create harmony and balance in their daily lives. You're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. During our break, go to paulajoyce.com. First, click on Register Now to read about and register for my workshops, Ohm Awakening and Finding the Silver Lining. Then click on Calendar of Events to see your question for today. Before the second break and at the end of the show, I'll give you something else to do with your question. When you email me, you will have an opportunity for me to read your email on the show. So right now, go to paulajoyce.com, go to my calendar of events page, answer the question of the day on your own paper, and then register for my workshops. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with a great conversation with Nisha Buis, who will talk with us about stress, exercise, and nutrition. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one of a kind breakthrough coaching session. 
Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, welcome. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope that you did go to the question of the day and think about which area in your life is out of balance, food, exercise, or stress. Our guest today, Nisha Buis, is an expert in this area, and I'm grateful to know her through Dwan Washington. Some of you may have heard the two shows that he's been on with me previously. He's been such an important presence in my life, and I'm grateful for him and the connection with Nisha. Welcome, Nisha. Thank you, Paula. Thank you so much. It's very nice to be able to be able to be here with you and your listeners. I'm excited about us being able to speak today. Thank you. And uh, off air, we were just talking about the importance of taking care of ourselves and how that relates to food. So please help us understand that connection and 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 what um, what the meaning of all of this is. Yes, I think that what happens is a lot of times all of our lives are so very busy and we have to sort of slow it all down a little bit and sort of look at what are we really doing to ourselves and um, are we finding that the healthy person and the happy person that we need. And um, I think that a lot of times that just takes us being able to listen to our body finding out. A lot of people don't stop and really look at their health until something happens to them. Um, You know, they get a disease and then they have to regroup. And I think if we can all think about this before we have something happen to us, you know, taking a little bit of time to be aware of how we feel when we eat something. Do we feel better when we have this type of food or do we feel better when we have this type of food? Um, we will find that when we become more aware of what we're eating, we will notice that a certain feeling in our body will feel more tired with some things. Other things will feel more energized. And so becoming making that connection with our bodies and our food help us to be able to explore and find what are going to be the correct things for us to eat. We all have a basic guideline of what what is healthy for us through the studies that have been done, but it's a very individualized thing. There are many of us who 
cannot do dairy. There are many people who are not okay with gluten. And so until we really listen to our bodies and learn how to identify these things and work through them, we, we blame a lot of the way that we feel on other things. And it could just be our food or our lack of exercise. Or for many people I work with, I find that until they can bring the stress down, they're really not even able to address or even see the awareness of the food or the exercise. So that may be an area to really look at from the very beginning is the stress. And I, and I think that what you were saying is so very important because so many of us are looking for the answer in this diet or that diet or this book or this way of thinking about food or that way. I mean, there are a zillion answers that may be a little exaggerated, but there are so many answers out there where people say they know what we should eat. They've got the answer for you. And so it's very confusing for people. Yes, you're exactly right. And I hear that all the time. You know, shouldn't I be doing this or shouldn't I be doing that? But I've every time I read this and then I read this, it conflicts and I'm very confused. You know, what, what is the correct answer? What, what am I supposed to be doing? So I think it is, um, it's wonderful to have a lot of information and a lot of information from different places, but it can be overwhelming as well. And so I think we have to just break it down, make it very basic and simple. And that's one of the things that we try to do at iBalance Wellness is to try not to be overwhelmed and do everything at once. Take it, you know, small steps at a time, trying to find just little things that you can start changing once you become aware of that's really not working for me right now. You know, I'm not being active and I really need to be, but I don't have time to go to the gym for an hour three times a week. Well, that's okay. You know, start out slow, looking at, I'm just going to go for a walk at my breaks at work for 10 minutes, you know, three days out of the week. It's okay for any of the things, the areas, whether it's stress, exercise, or nutrition, to just start small. Try it out for yourself. Does it work for you? I always suggest that everyone keep a little journal, if they can, on these three areas, just to help identify what is needing to be changed. And, and and it's so important, I think, also that we honor, I think part, we were talking about stress, and I think part of the stress and perfectionism, and I think part of the stress that we create for ourselves is that we have some image of what it should look like, and if we're not doing this, that, or the other thing, then we're doing it wrong. And I just wanted to share that an example of this was one client who was berating himself for not exercising enough or not taking big enough steps to begin exercising and what he was planning on doing the next morning was ride his bicycle to work every day well that to me is not small that's huge Mm -hmm. from doing nothing you know just because he wasn't going to the gym he was criticizing himself himself so I, I think you know, we need to honor ourselves for what we are doing. I think you're right. We definitely need to do that, and we need to start small, as you were saying. And I think we need to believe in our ability to make changes in areas that we feel are would help us to be healthier and happier. 
And But it's not something you do overnight. And I think the process of learning from yourself and from the things that you try, I, I try to get people to look at nothing is ever a failure, okay? When you try something, if it doesn't work, that may mean that it's not the right thing for you. So you need to look in other areas or a different way to do it. Or it may be that you've tried to do too much. So I think that we need to look at each time we try something or look at something as an opportunity to learn more about ourselves and to design that special program for us, not for someone else, but for us, and know that we can reach it. And I think it's important. A lot of the things that you were talking about, about being positive and and overcoming things, I think we need self-talk, that positive self-thought. I think even making a list for ourselves of either some affirmations or positive things that we feel about our body, even if it's small, to start making that transition to be accepting of who we are and what we are and how we can improve that in our own way. Yes, and and as you were talking, I remembered Thomas Edison saying, you know, who was the discoverer of of the light bulb, that, well, that's 999 ways that I know not to make. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think that's important for us to realize that these are not wasted things, that it's not wasted time, that we are learning about ourselves and we're learning about what is going to work for us. And I think, too, once you have an idea of what it is that you really want, that's probably the first step. What is it that I want in my life? What, what do I want to feel? What do I want to, to have? And why is that important to me? Not because my doctor told me that or not because everyone says we need to lose weight or it's, it's a really individualized thing. Why is it important to me? That's a real key. And to make a list of that, to be very personal with yourself about that, and that will help motivate you. And then start visualizing that for yourself. See yourself in the future being what it is that you want to feel and understand and know from your life. And that's a big part of it. Just before you even start anything, I think those three steps are important. So, so many of us grew up being told what we want, um, but being being conditioned to think about things in ways that are really not authentic to ourselves. How do we start to tease apart when we've been so focused on doing it right the way others have told us to? How do we begin to refocus and to really know what's right for us and what we do want? I think sitting down and either on your computer or piece of paper or some people like to do it verbally, whatever works for you, but it's sort of just identifying and exploring yourself, okay, to learn to empower yourself. And what you want to do is start thinking. You can start with the basic things. Well, I know that my BMI is too high or my doctors told me I need to lose weight or, you know, or... I know that I need to be doing some movement. To start with that and then think with yourself in your mind, start breaking it down. Well, okay, but why is that important to me? What is it about the exercise? If I do it, what is it giving me? Well, it's probably going to make me feel better. It's probably going to give me more energy. Okay, well, what is it about having more energy and feeling better that's going to make my life happier? 
what do I truly value? What, what really, when I look at life and I think of the things that I want to do and that I do that give me the pleasure that makes me feel that aha, oh, this is, I love living. This is awesome. Those are the things you're looking for is what, how can I connect having more energy with that? Oh, I feel awesome today. I had such a wonderful day because I did this and this and I felt energized and, and connected to that the whole time. So I think it just takes a little bit of time. Some people are very blocked there. They really have a hard time breaking down. So it may take a while uh, for you to be able to work through with your um, identifying where you need to make changes and why. And that's one of the things that through um, us talking with you, um, and you can do it yourself or, or through some of your programs, a lot of your classes that you offer. It's really getting to just know who you are and where you are going to find happiness and then seeing how adding healthy foods, which make you feel better, and adding exercise, which gives you energy and not being stressed about everything in your life. I don't have to get this done. I could let that go. It's really not that important. What's really more important is for me to feel happiness within myself. Uh, Yes, and I think, you know, somebody said to me recently, what is happiness? What is success? And our society has kind of twisted those um, beautiful concepts into something foreign that happiness is how much money you make. Happiness is how many gadgets you have. Success is how high on the corporate ladder are you. Whereas the real definitions or the definitions that I like are just how much of, of my day is spent with a smile on my face? What what activities really bring me emotional fulfillment? And it's, yes, we all need enough money to, to have a roof over our head and food on the table. But beyond that, all the measures of happiness that psychologists have been able to develop have no relationship to income, that they all have to do with how we think and experience our lives. Exactly. And I think that people have become so wrapped up in what you're saying with having these things and making sure that we've been able to buy everything else that everyone else is buying and involved in everything else that everyone else is involved in, that we, we're not really happy people. Um, we are, um, we go and do the things, but there's not true inner happiness. And, and whether we believe it or not, that comes out in how we react to other people, how our bodies are. You know, that's one of the reasons. If you look at how many people actually go to the doctor because the main reason is stress. I think that there was a study or something done, and I think 40 to 60% of all office visits are related to stress which stress can be a word that can encompass a lot of things. I think it has to do with your happiness and anxiety and a lot of other things. So when you look at that, that's a lot of the visits that you make to the doctor just because we're not okay inside. Yes, and it's also the major contributor to illness and to Mm -hmm. not getting well. Exactly, and not being able to heal. 
And so I think that that you look at the things that cause that. You look at blood pressure. A lot of times people with high blood pressure, a lot of it is connected directly to the stress. High glucose levels, um, you know, for people with diabetes or pre-diabetes, you look at, um, you know, depression, you know, um, also from just uh, the immune system. So many of us have um, immune systems that are not healthy, and those are all connected with the stress, with not exercising and not eating properly. And and one of the things that you focus on when you talk about, even in the name of your business, I balance, is balancing food exercise and, and managing stress, that that's a key component that most people don't look at or think about or know is essential when we're talking about weight and health. Yes, exactly. And what I have find a little bit frightening in a way is that when I'm talking to people is that a lot of them that are highly stressed don't even realize they're stressed. But when I am talking to them and when I finish talking to them, I feel it. I mean, it is it's a very intense feeling that they're giving off that they're not even realizing, but they've been working and living at that level for so long that they're not even identifying that that is stress. And they may have even, it may have even relate to childhood patterns that they developed. Mm-hmm. What grades do you get in school? Are you studying enough? Um, are, are, and are you in 15 activities? <laughs> yeah, I think that's exactly right. Growing up, there there's so much pressure on children now. And if you look at even from middle school up, the stress level, um, that the children are under at this point, and I think probably the increase in even suicides and everything else that have been happening, we are putting a lot used to, you know, you didn't really have stress until you were an adult, but so much stress is now being put on the children, even from a young age, from sports. Yes, and so I think um, this is a a good point to take a break because when we come back, I'd really like to talk more about especially two things that we've just sort of touched on. One is managing stress and the other is getting how we get in touch with how we feel because in order to develop so much stress, we have to be blowing through all the messages that our body is giving us, telling us to slow down. And so I think they're kind of tied together. How do we begin to listen more carefully to uh, to our bodies and to and and back where we started taking care of ourselves better? So we're we're going to go to break now. Nisha, this is fascinating. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website and sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process and also get advance notice about every show episode and the on-demand shows sent directly to your email address. And you can then forward them to others just like the listener earlier in the show was saying she's going to forward last week's show to friends and family. 
Then go to the list that you created. Now on that same paper, write down what you're going to do to reduce stress, increase exercise, or eat in a healthier way. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Nisha Buis. Change the seventh wave channel on the Voice America Network. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a one of a kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, welcome. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. And you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I hope that you wrote down what you're going to do to manage your stress and thereby make healthier food and exercise choices. Nisha's website is www.ibalancewellness.com. Be sure to go there to reach her or to get important information. Nisha, um, I'm so glad you're with us today. And we were just talking about how we take better care of ourselves. How do we learn to manage stress? How do we learn to pay attention to what is stressing us and what isn't? Right. And I think a way to uh, learn to cope, um, you want to look at your situations You want to look at your reactions to those. And there's a technique that's out there. They call it the four A's. And one of it is to avoid. And so you learn to say no. It's okay to say no. And that's one of the hardest things, I think, especially for women, to be able to learn to do is to avoid the situation. Say no. I can't do it. You know, it's all right. I can't do it. If you're not doing it, someone else will step in and do it. It's okay. Um, the second one is ad- adapt. 
change your expectations and your attitudes about what's happening. This is a big key right here. So much of what happens is really it has more to do with what we're expecting, what we're, how we're looking at it. So adapt, make changes, look at things differently. Also alter, be willing to compromise. Things don't have to be so black and white. It's okay for some things to be gray. So alter things, compromise things, be willing not to have that perfectionism that you mentioned earlier, Paula. You know, let it go. Also accept, just learn to accept that this is the way maybe life is right now and I'm doing everything that I can in the exact moment and I forgive myself, I forgive others, I'm willing to look at my feelings and I'm just going to accept that this is where it is. I've done everything I can do in my capacity at the moment. I'm going to let the rest of it go. Just worrying about it for the sake of worrying about it isn't doing anything but harming me and it also doesn't make us, we're not able to think clearly when we're in that state. So we're not even able to identify and come up with ideas that may help the situation because of that. So I think learning to do that. One of the things we mentioned earlier was journaling. And I've actually come up with a little, uh, and you can make it yourself. You just you want to put a journal for yourself uh, for each one of these areas. We'll start with the stress because that's what we're talking about right now. And you want to just write in, what's my stress goal? How do I want to reduce my stress? And then keep a journal for the day. What are the thoughts that come into my mind that are not positive? What are the negative things that come in? What's going on there? Why did those come up? Where, is it really true or is it just something that triggered something from the past? Start looking at them and finding out what are the triggers, what's getting in the way so that you can identify and then try to find solutions for those. And then when I think we go to the nutrition part is looking at when you get ready to eat, why am I really eating? You know, we look at eating in so many different ways, but it's really to fuel our body, to give it what it needs to function at its very best, to build and repair each and every day. And a lot of times what we're doing, we're using eating as celebrating. We're eating using a eating from being bored or stressed or whatever. So we need to start thinking, am I physically hungry first? Make sure you feel yourself throughout the day. And then if you are have craving things, am I physically hungry? If you are, maybe you need to eat something healthy. If you're not, try to identify the feeling. Where am I feeling it in my body? What's happening to my body? Why, what triggered me to want the bag of potato chips? What triggered me and what you're going to find is if you'll journal the same way we were talking about for the stress, you're going to find patterns that you grab for the chips every time this certain thing happens. And then you know the awareness is there and you can make the choice of starting to make a change. Instead of the chips, I'm going to have carrots. Um, and then eventually maybe it'll get by using stress relief techniques where you don't even need the carrots. I'm not physically hungry. I don't need anything. I can take four deep breaths and I can be just fine. So, and also you had mentioned, Paula, earlier, I think we have to start identifying with when are we hungry? At what level of hunger do we need to eat? And where, when are we full? What level do we need to stop? We don't need to clean the plate. Cleaning your plate is not saving anyone's life that's hungry, okay? <laughs> so we need to look at that. Um, you know, and the exercise. I know I need movement. It gives me more energy. I feel better mentally and physically when I do it. And you may not notice that for maybe three weeks, but after that, you it will actually take a life of its own, and you'll want to exercise 
because it does make you feel better. So I would journal about that as well. Why didn't I exercise? What got in the way? How can I work around that? So I think the thing for all three is writing things down. What do I want to do? Why did I not do it? Or if I did it, how did I feel after I did it? When I accomplished something that was positive, how did that make me feel? When it didn't work, how did that make me feel? I think that's really beautiful because it reminds me of one of the things that you said earlier in this conversation, and that is that each person, each body is unique. And what works for one person doesn't work for another. And, uh, you know, gluten may be bad for one person, but because it's bad for them doesn't mean it's bad for me if I don't. Yeah. And and so I think, you know, really teasing apart all this information, having it out there, but then who am I? How does my body work? How do my emotions work? How do I relate to the world? And how does food, exercise, stress impact me? Yes. And I think one way to do that is just through the awareness. And a lot of times the awareness is through journaling, you know, just keeping a daily track or what, however much time you have of what you're trying to do and is it working and how you're feeling about it. Those can really give you so much information and the key to yourself on how to make this work for you. And and I just like to add that sometimes that can feel like a chore or a job or another have to. And I kind of look at it as an adventure of discovering self-discovery, you know, instead of discovering new lands, I'm discovering myself. Who am I? How, what is unique about me? What are my likes and dislikes? What kind of exercise do I enjoy? I mean, I don't like weights. I I just don't like a gym. It doesn't do anything for me. But I love yoga, Pilates, and and dance, you know, so that works for me. Right, and I think we all have to find those keys for ourselves. And, And like you said, just don't make yourself do things that you don't enjoy or you don't feel is working for you just because someone, it worked for someone else. And in and I think it's right. People think when you say journal that it takes a lot of time. But you you can just do this even, you know, mentally to yourself. But if you're able to write it or verbalize it somewhere, you can go back and you can see the patterns more clearly. But even just the awareness of, of day-to-day thinking about this, even if you're not able to reach the goals yet, it will help you to be able to identify how you can reach and make the changes with time. Well, and and as you were talking, it occurred to me that awareness is 99% of change. If we're not aware, there's no way to change. And so if nothing else, it makes you aware, which really will automatically lead to change. Even if it's not consciously, it will start happening on an unconscious level. Mm Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think that that is the case. And um, and when we start making the changes, even the small ones, and that we can see 
that we have more energy. We feel better. Our labs from the doctor are better. You know, someone notices that we are happier, you know, and we started the conversation off about weight loss. And a, a lot of times people get so discouraged before they actually see weight loss because the weight loss sometimes takes a while. We want to be aware of when we make changes that we, we are having other things happening besides the weight loss, and that's okay at first. We may just feel better. I don't know why. I just feel better. I feel a little happier that I've been, you know, since I've been doing this. You know, and then you may notice that your clothes are fitting a little bit differently. So you're losing inches. Um, you know, you may be in a better mood. People may even mention that. And then as you keep doing these things, the weight will eventually come. But I think we need to identify with these other things that we may not even notice are happening until the weight loss can happen. It may take several months for the weight loss to actually occur, but we have these other things happening. So our body's changing inside. Our mind is changing before we can see maybe even the weight. So I don't think we should always put everything on the scale. I think that's invaluable information is not to be discouraged because we're looking for the wrong measures. It's Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. what is success and whatever impact it's having in our lives in a positive way is what it's important to focus on. Exactly. And um, so we want to keep moving in that direction with that. Mm -hmm. Um, We only have another minute or so, but another thought that occurred to me is that, of course, not everyone has uh, smartphones, but it's also possible to just um, buy a cheap recorder that you can battery operate a recorder that you can carry with you and sometimes that may be easier some people prefer talking to writing um, absolutely um, or carrying just a very small pad of paper you know with us if if you do prefer writing Um, but paying attention sounds like it's a key uh, initially. Yes, I think so. And being, you know, just being accepting of ourselves and okay with the small changes that we're making and knowing that we don't have to do it all at one time. This is a process and it took a long time for people to get to where they are. It's going to take a little bit of time to get to where you want to go, but you want to do it in a way that you can sustain it. That's an important part. A lot of us can make ourselves do things for short periods of time that we don't care about, don't care for, but we're not going to be able to sustain that, and, and we need to be able to sustain it. And that's, so it, that's why it's important to know yourself better and what works for you. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Nisha. And again, her website is ibalancewellness.com. Thank you for sharing so much with us and wishing you a beautiful day. Thank you, Paula. And thanks to your listeners as well. You're welcome. And now I'd like to thank my listeners for joining us for Uplift Your Life Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please like us on Facebook by going to my website, 
paulajoyce.com. Browse my resources and my services, including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as overcoming abuse through self-empowerment, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Energetic Healing, and the Ultimate Creative Problem-Solving Process. I do my coaching in person, over Skype, or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. Literally thousands of angels and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and also directly with my clients. While you're on my website, go to register now and register for my new workshops, Om Awakening and Finding the Silver Lining. Then go to the calendar of events and press click here to send me an email. I want to hear about your inspirational stories and or your difficulties or your questions. Please let me know. Next Thursday, join us when Rabbi Paul Steinberg will talk about his own experience with healing from addiction and the missing ingredients needed to truly heal and how he is using it to help others. This is Dr. Paula, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you, and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week.